Hello, Mama. Welcome to the It Takes a Village podcast, where we're here to remind you that it takes a village to raise a mom, not just a kid. I'm Casey. I'm a millennial mom. I'm here to help remind you who you were before you had littles. Let's ditch that mom guilt and show up as the best version of ourselves for them. We're going to help you choose joy, share tips and all kinds of stories, and of course, those mom hacks to make sure that we can show up to be the best ones yet. Can't wait to hear what you think. Good morning, guys. I am tired. I am stretching. And I'm here. I am still recuperating from daylight savings time. So raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by that. I know everyone, let me rephrase that. I know people say that it's needed. I beg to differ. The last week and a half, I have been so exhausted. I don't even know. But it's okay because the universe, you know, kind of shows up in mysterious ways. And I have been needing to protect my energy over the last week or so. So it kind of makes sense that I am tired because as an empath, I'm needing to kind of like protect, you know, put up, not my shield, but protect my energy just a little bit. So today's episode um, is, I don't want to say the aftermath because like it makes me sound like a rapper. I just sound even cooler than I already am. Today's episode is the response that I got to my um, Miss Norberry, Mean Girls, uh, Personally Victimized by Gen Z episode that was on February 26th. So it's two episodes back. Um, I had a lot of my friends and listeners reach out to me telling me how much they resonated with it, which makes me so happy. And it was like one of those like, oh, joy, like, oh, happy day kind of thing. And what really made me smile was that the people who really did resonate with it, who reached out to me via text message or FaceTime or, you know, whatever it was, um, they got the message. They understood where I was coming from and, you know, the whole nine yards about how we need to stop tearing each other apart and lifting each other up despite the age difference, despite everything going on in life, despite us, any certain generation thinking, you know more. Because like I said, on that episode, you know, you can't be more wise than someone who is wizened. You know, someone who has just kind of been through the ringer, not to say you don't have an old soul, not to say you haven't been through shit or trauma or old is just a three letter word. And the funny thing about that is old comes with knowledge, old comes with, I don't know, reps, old comes with a lot more laughs. You know, and I'm a firm believer in a you know great skincare you know regimen, regime, whatever the word you want to use is. Uh, I'm a firm believer in collagen. I heard one time that your collagen starts depleting out of your skin at age 19, so I've been taking it ever since. But I've never, I've always considered myself like a baby grandma, as Angie Lee would say. So old to me is not what I think it is to a younger generation. Like I feel like a younger generation thinks 
you know, five years older than them is old, you know, whereas I feel like the older generation than me when they were younger thought that the age that I'm at now is old. So I think it just really all depends on your take on it. And if you can kind of sit there and remember that really old is just a three-letter word, then you'll come at thinking, I'm using quotations here, you can't see me, but thinking people are old, not as often as I feel like some youngins do. And the thing is, is that when you talk about people being wise, people having more knowledge than you, um, I'm a firm believer in it takes a village. I mean, hello, you're, you're listening to it takes a village to raise a mom. So hope you are too. Um, and it doesn't just go for moms. Like it's every aspect of life and that taking a village that it needing a village comes with needing people who are more wise than you. It comes with needing to put the reps in to be that quote unquote older version of you. I remember being 11, like dying to be 18. And then I got to 18 and I was like, the hell did I, what was I rushing it for? So today I want to drop a little knowledge that got dropped on me after my, uh, you know, Miss Norberry episode, after my Mean Girls, you know, personally victimized by Gen Z. I had a beautiful friend of mine, Audie who dropped some pure knowledge, like an absolute mic drop at like eight o'clock in the morning, probably while she was dropping her kids off at school or on her way to work. And it has sat with me for, I want to say almost three weeks now. And I did a little spring cleaning. So I took a week off because like I said, time change just it just threw our whole house off. You know, my morning routine has still been amazing, but I've been trying to keep off my phone. We did a little spring cleaning, um, physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, the whole nine yards. So I've been kind of sitting on this for a couple weeks now. I had recorded, part of it, edited it, the whole nine yards, but life happens. So my gorgeous friend, Audie, dropped some pure knowledge on me. And she is one of those rare you know, beautiful unicorns that you meet as an adult and you don't know how you've actually lived like without their friendship for so long. But after that episode, she had texted our group chat with one of our other best friends. And she was talking about how she didn't really understand the whole skinny jean side part thing to discuss uh, about how when she was 20, she thought 35 was old. And we, you know, kind of laughed and I just remember being like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal, but it was, it was, a, it was one of those things where I feel like enough women are, and I'm using quotations again, you can't see me. I wish you could, uh, like millennial moms where there's enough scrutiny, you know, we've lived through miscarriages and postpartum depression and all this stuff. Like we don't need a, you know, a teeny bopper telling us what we can and cannot do. And then homegirl just Mike dropped it to me. And I remember like almost pulling over being like, damn, just dropping some knowledge on me right now. And she said, young girls are going to do what young girls are going to do. Fire shots to feel more secure about themselves in a world that is constantly making them feel insecure. If old means seeing above the bullshit, 
that is constantly berating us and actually feeling comfortable in your own skin than old equals awesome. And I actually wrote that on a tiny little post-it and put it in my planner and like fun letters and colors because I'm a child. And I look at it like almost every day. And it makes me really happy because I had a friend who is more wise than me in many cases. And she just dropped knowledge on me because that's just facts right there. You know, like it's almost like that saying where, you know, you're going to, you know, criticize what you don't understand or something like that. And especially as a, a young female, I remember being like even younger than that and thinking I knew everything and no, homegirl, you don't know anything. <laughs> so this one's for the girls. This episode is dedicated to those rare adult friends. The ones that you call and even though they have kids or a job and a husband, they'll answer the phone. You know, you may not always be able to see each other, but you can hop on Zoom. It's for the friends who have been there for it all and still are here. It is hard to make friends as a female, especially as an adult. If you're lucky, you have like a few core girlfriends who just stay your friend because you just know where all the bodies are buried. And then there's those rare unicorns, you know, that are true girlfriends as an adult. And it's like seeing a dog walk on his hind legs. Because most of the time, if it's not those MVP friends that you've known for forever, and now you're raising babies together, then it's like, you know, maybe work friends, which are awesome and amazing. Or, you know, the other friends from your kid's school or, you know, other moms from your kid's school or your girls from your workout program or your gym or something like that. But every once in a while, as a grown adult, you realize that having a group or a few women close to you, even one, two, a little girl gang, having that and being able to experience actually lifting each other up is just so pure and amazing. And if you don't have it, please be, be join my girl gang or be my friend. It is so uplifting and amazing to have people who aren't exactly like you just be able to lift each other up, give each other wisdom, drop truth bombs at eight o'clock in the morning on school drop-off line or while you're in Trader Joe's or Aldi or I don't know, TJ Maxx. Raise your hand if you've ever in TJ Maxx right now. I wish I was in TJ Maxx. So this one is for Tiny Feet. This one is for my coven. This is for my 5 a.m. crew. I'm a firm believer that there is a tribe called Bliss. And we have jackets. And we meet once a month. And I would be lost without you. So find your tribe and love them hard. Because old is just a three-letter word. We're in no competition with other females. Let's lift each other up. I'm here. Always rooting for you. Thanks so much for tuning in, moms. I know that life with littles can be crazy, but if this, you know, tugged at your heartstrings or made you ugly mom cry or any of those things, share it with a mom friend. You know, we all need them. Show up at her house with this podcast and some wine in hand. And if you feel like it, tag me on Insta. 
you know, holla at your girl. <laughs> <laughs>